The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, <clears throat> so we come to the last, fifth and last talk on the Insight Pentad. And these are the five qualities, including insight, that, uh, that uh, flow together, that uh, rise together, not as something that's constructed or made to happen, but something that um, uh, conditions each other, or one leads to the other, or awakens to the other, triggers the other. And um, <clears throat> you know, many people would think that it ends with liberation, the fourth of these insight pentads, five qualities. And um, shouldn't that be enough, liberation? But uh, liberation itself uh, is a condition for the arising of a fifth quality, and that's the knowledge that one is liberated, knowledge that the mind is liberated. And um, uh, there are people who have some degree of you know, realization, liberation, something that really sets them free. And they kind of know that they've had something significant, um, but uh, they don't really know it. They don't understand what's happened. And this knowing of it is to understand something profound about it. And uh, and uh, as uh, so many times for the Buddha, it's, uh, uh, it's to know something specific. Uh, it's not some generalized, vague idea of what liberation is, what freedom is, because some people will have some profound feeling of peace or of calm or some letting go that happens that feels so relieving and releasing, but they don't understand what they've let go of. They don't understand what they've opened up into and, you know, what's really this experience like? And uh, without knowing that, it's hard to find the path there again. It's hard to know what this path is really about then. Um, some people will have some kind of uh, wonderful experience of peace and, um, and think, well, that's the point, and kind of try to get back there. But they don't understand the conditions that led to it, and they don't understand what it is in particular that, uh, that was experienced or came along with that peace. So they know kind of what they're working towards, what it's about, what the kind of the, um, the, the, uh, the North Star is that they're kind of working for. And um, so I want to read to you what I started talking about yesterday. Uh, the Buddha uh, gives a list of 17 specific psychological states that uh, can be known. We can know that they're there. These are painful states. And we can know when we're free of them when they're absent. And seeing that specificity of it, oh, this, is the, this was afflictive, this was painful, and now, wow, it's no longer there. It's been released. Um, this is a, a part of the insights, and it's also part of liberation that shows the kind of circular nature of it, the spiral, perhaps. And um, so as we uh, experienced uh, some real clear sense of um, the falling away, the ceasing of, say, hate 
and really experience ourselves, take time to know that this is the absence of hate, not just know that it's peaceful, but really know this is the absence of hate, then we start getting the information about what hate is about and the alternative that we become increasingly disenchanted with hate, we increasingly, um, uh, it starts it start the underlying tendency to hate, which is, uh, starts to fade away. And then there's, a, again, a qualitatively different way of releasing hate. And, uh, and then we know we've released it. And then that's kind of an insight that uh, the whole thing can develop further and further. So I want to read this list of uh, 17 specific states that the Buddha talks about that one can know they're present and we can know when they're absent. And for the Buddha, this is very significant. It's in a discourse called the Simile of the Cloth in the Middle Length Discourses. Um, the, the, the list is um, uh, covetous, covetousness, unethical greed, ill will, anger, resentment, contempt, insolence, envy, avarice, deceit, fraud, obstinacy, rivalry, conceit, arrogance, vanity, and uh, carelessness. And, um, uh, or negligence. So, some of these translations to English might not be exactly what there is in Pali. Um, So, you know, we can maybe find other words that are a little bit bit more meaningful for us. But, um, the idea is that if a person, when we practice, uh, we can know that these, they are called afflictive because they hurt to have these present. One can know that they're there and feel the pain. And, um, and it's possible that they can be let go of. Either we let go of them or somehow they fade away, they disappear, they're not there. And if we know that they're there first, really know, wow, and sometimes, you know, this, uh, this is bad news to know that I have contempt. But uh, in the Dharma, you want to know that so-called bad news uh, in an open, non-reactive way. It's really important to feel, to know the states of mind that are afflictive, that are causing pain. And not to uh, pretty them up or deny them or ignore them. Oh, this is, I'm living with, you know, um, contempt with the... Uh, resentment with uh, greed and then because we know something about knowing that's there the clarity of that then allows the mindfulness the awareness practice to make room for it to fade away for us to be disinterested and for it to fade away that won't happen if we ignore it and haven't really admitted to ourselves or these are there so here we find the example of the Buddha being, you know, in modern terms, psychological about the discussions of the path. He's very specific about psychological states that are being addressed. So this is what we, th- what we can know. And then we can know when they're let go of, when they're absent. And that knowing of their absent in this text, um, uh, if there's a way of knowing it which is inspiring. It's inspiring to know it's possible to be free of these things, even if it's temporarily, to have the experience of the mind, wow, 
I've been with this for my lifetime, with this for decades, for a long time, and I had no idea how there can be a qualitative experience, a good quality experience of it not being there. So this allowing ourselves to know that we're liberated and really recognize that or the absence, the freedom of something, um, that can give birth to an inspiration and to confidence. Uh, the Buddha calls it a verified confidence. It's uh, uh, we have or verified faith. It's verified because we know for ourselves this is possible. And even if some of these states come back, the confidence is there, the trust is there, that this is valuable, this is a direction to go, this is important. And then the Buddha in this text goes on to say that this confidence and inspiration, this is possible, this is the catalyst for the uh, gladness pentad, the five qualities I talked about last week that also have this natural flow to them, that when there's inspiration, there's gladness. When there's gladness, there can, and we're present for it and allow for the practice, and practice with it uh, in the context of it, that uh, uh, morphs or changes into joy. That changes into tranquility, physical tranquility and peace. And that can open up into a, a kind of a deep, subtle feeling of happiness or contentment that is a foundation for becoming unified, for samadhi. And that unification of samadhi that has that focus, that clarity, then uh, uh, begins the insight, pentad. Uh, insight, disenchantment, fading away, liberation, and then today, knowledge of liberation, knowing it. So, as I said before, they kind of go to spiral, they support each other and move on and on. And how liberation is of uh, some kind, even if it's very temporary, of particular <clears throat> mental states. So this is something we can identify and know for ourselves. Um, otherwise, you know, some people have such a vague idea of what enlightenment is or freedom is that, um, you know, it's just always kind of a mythic event. It's kind of like maybe not so relevant for me. And, it's good for the, you know, the, you know, for the great meditators who go live in caves. But what about my life and everyday life here, where I'm dealing with, you know, getting the kids to school and work and all kinds of things. But uh, by naming the psychological states, the Buddha is kind of maybe making it really irrelevant. This is what's important here. And, um, and then he goes on in this text, this phenomenal text that talks about this natural flow of arising. He talks about um, uh, from the inspiration comes the gladness pentad, and from that, uh, the samadhi, the, the, the unification, gives rise to loving kindness, to metta. And um, so the whole metta and then the Brahma Viharas are all part of this natural flow, this. It's almost like these. This is an uh, almost like inherent qualities within, uh, or capacities or potentials within, that um, can be set free. That can be be open to, to be allowed to flow through us. So they're not something that's constructed or made to happen or engineered, but something that uh, we allow for. And that's the underlying theme of these uh, two pentads, the gladness pentad and the insight pentad is that um, there are natural forces within us 
that can be unleashed and opened up, where we, we roll along to, we open up to uh, these wonderful states of, uh, of uh, deepening practice. Um, and um, so it's insight, insight to what is, insight to what is no longer there, insight the absence of afflictive states that have bothered us for a long time. And the absence of those afflictive states might give us uh, a possibility to become more aware of how we know, how we're aware of something, so that how we're aware is not afflictive. How we're aware doesn't partake or share with some of the greed or the ill will, aversion, that contempt, resentment that might uh, uh, be with us, but which influences how we know. And so to begin finding a knowing which is freeing, a knowing which has qualities of freedom and ease and peace, and then using that to a way of knowing to to practice mindfulness, to be aware. And so that the very act of knowing is part of the path of freedom, is where we find the freedom and allows us to go seek more and more clearly what's have, what's... um, so um, the um, so insight, <clears throat> the insight pentad, and uh, may your mindfulness practice lead to insight, and may the insight open this world up of the Dharma moving through you. So thank you very much. And um, I look forward to seeing you or being with you again uh, on Monday.